Thank you all for tuning in to the Shields Outdoors podcast. If you're listening to us for the first time, welcome to the show. We're a destination for all things outdoors, from hunting to fishing to grilling and everything else outdoors. If you're a regular listener, you may have noticed that last week we broke our normal cadence of putting out a new episode every Friday, and I'll shed a little light on what you can expect from us going forward. We're going to be trying a few new things on here, starting with this segment. Last week, we were out in the Badlands chasing mule deer and filmed this week's segment live on location in an effort to really capture the emotion of being in the moment and having our experiences fresh in our minds. If this is something you enjoy, please let us know in the comments and we will try to provide more of these types of segments along with the regular conversations we have here in the podcast. On the flip side, if you like when we stick to the traditional style we've been putting out in the previous segments of this podcast, make sure to let us know that too. Our goal is to provide the best possible combination of entertainment and education for all the listeners out there. Also, if there's a topic you'd like to see on one of our episodes, make sure to let us know in either the comments of this podcast or send us a message on the Shields Outdoors Facebook and Instagram pages. Now with our future cadence, we're going to be putting out a standard segment every other week. On the weeks between, we will plan on doing short segments, sort of a deep dive into a specific topic that is relevant to the season. This could be something like how to target walleye right now, or highlighting a brand new game-changing product that just hit our store floors. Hopefully you enjoy this new format and find it useful as you head into the field, on the water, or to the grill. And now, on to the main part of this segment with an introduction from our guest. What's going on guys? My name is Aaron Esquibel with North Prairie Life. Today we are in the beautiful North Dakota Badlands and this is the Shields Outdoors Podcast. Welcome to the Shields Outdoors Podcast, your source for information on hunting, fishing, and all of your outdoor passions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shields Outdoors Podcast. We're doing something a little bit different with this segment as we are live on location in the Badlands. And I am here with my hunting buddy the past couple of days, Aaron Escabel. Aaron, how you doing today? I'm a hurting unit today. <laughs> I, I am also a hurting unit today. I did not properly break in my boots, and that was a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I got a new pair of boots for the trip, and I just didn't, I didn't walk enough in them. I didn't get them broken in, and my heels are are hurting. I got lucky. Mine, I just got a couple weeks ago, and they're pretty legit. Like mm. two days. How many miles do you think we? Were? 10 more yeah that's a tough one probably five or six yesterday and then another three or four right. today well i got a couple extra miles right. on you because i hunted one extra day that one i was just ridiculously gung-ho and i decided i was gonna go two and a half miles to this water hole and then loop it back so and that was just like a morning hunt and then i went out again for like Oh, a couple of miles in the evening and, you know, saw a lot of deer, but 
It was it was tough. It was 98 degrees that day. Yeah. That one was rough. I'm glad I showed up the day, the day <laughs> yeah. after. <laughs> Let me just do a little pre-scouting for you. You know, saw a lot of deer. Saw two decent bucks, two 150 class. And, um, you know, they just, they. I was walking back to camp at that point and bumped them. But, um, yeah, it was it was an adventure for sure. And then I got a couple extra miles yesterday, too, because <laughs> I, we had this wonderful plan. We were going to... Uh, we were going to go to this new area and we were going to cut through this this two track trail which became an adventure in itself because we were going like like through some nasty stuff like I was glad I've got I've got some beefier tires on my truck and we were we were like going down a huge hill and then we were going to try and side hill this like part of a part of a dike for a pond that was like too small for the wheelbase oh yeah if i could turn that camera around you could see the, the weeds hanging out of my receiver hitch back there oh yeah they're hanging there right now literally oh but anyways the two extra miles on that yeah, yeah. was because we parked one truck at the beginning and one truck at the end and i had parked my truck at the end and we got through the hunt and then I realized that I forgot my keys in your truck. So I had to walk all the way back, met a nice person on the way about 300 yards or so away from my truck, so that didn't help at all. But um, it was a couple youth hunters. They were, uh, they were after, one was after a whitetail, one was after a mule deer. And uh, one of the gal had a Shields Outfitters hat on, so we chatted about that a little bit. That was that's pretty what took cool. you so long. So that's what took me so long. <laughs> yeah, Chat, found, a chatty Kathy. That's so okay because I, I found that shed. So I'm glad you took so long. Yeah, there you go. There Not empty-handed. Got on a lot of deer, but you know, like we got all into this deer hunting stories. Let, let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. Uh, I'd like to talk about just you know who you are, what you what you're up to, uh, how you got hooked up with Shields. Man, that's a long story, but it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I just make YouTube videos for fun, man. And um, I started in 2017 and just kind of, as a hobby, made videos. And over time, videos got a little more serious and started getting a little bit of a following. <clears throat> Somehow, and I don't even remember exactly how it happened, I got hooked up with, a, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in a little bit, a group called Prairie Grit. And with them, we just started filming more. I eventually nagged Shields enough because I, I messaged like 38 times just being that guy like yeah let me work with you let me work with you hey you know what I remember messages <laughs> from you to the to the national platform yeah. too because I do a, I did you know all the inbox stuff right, for right. for Facebook and Instagram it's like Aaron Escobel who is this guy yeah. you know hey I work with NP life and all this stuff is like and then you you know, like that? I went to I went to your YouTube and I was like oh this guy's pretty interesting so yeah, just like, oh, you're right next to my knot, you know, like, we don't really, you know, all of our allocations are, uh, you know, fulfilled on the national level, but, you know, like, there's all these, there's these staff opportunities on a store level, right. and, like, you bring light to some pretty interesting stuff in the in the western part of North Dakota. You have a good story to tell, so yeah. it was good to connect, help connect you with those guys. Well, that, it's been awesome, because I am, I'm just persistent, and... I've never claimed to be like the best at hunting or best at fishing or best at whatever, but I just kind of like throw out what happened and most of the time it's just funny, but people like it and people like watching it and I try to be as real as I can and with that I've been able to work with Shields and do some pretty cool stuff and 
that that relationship has only helped me grow when it comes to other relationships and so like you mentioned before filming for doing actual video projects or I worked with Shields Minot on a wounded warriors hunt last year all these cool opportunities that I just wouldn't have without it so mm-hmm. yeah man, it's, cool. it's been a roller coaster and it's still going mm-hmm. yeah you talked a little bit about uh, prairie grit can you can you tell us what that's all about yeah so prairie grit is a adaptive sports group out of Minot and their mission is to take people with different physical and mental disabilities, give them the opportunity and facilitate opportunities to do things that they might not have been able to do otherwise. So for me, I am in the hunting and fishing side, but they do stuff like sled hockey and rock climbing and they do a summer camp every year. Um, just, it's just awesome. It's not super old. I think they're like four, three or four years old, um, but it's like snowballing. It's momentum is growing with that too. So. It's cool. This year we are hunting with four different adaptive hunters. We have filled three of those tags already, which is cool. Very one, cool. Yeah, one actually got filled on the way here. I was FaceTiming with him as he was trying to find his deer while I was driving here. So that's sweet. Um, and then we're going to Wyoming in October to go hunt antelope with these guys. And yeah, it's been it's been pretty sweet. And like I said, it's just getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very cool that you're just taking the time out of your out of your busy schedule to help these kids oh, it is i get much more out of it than anybody else does for sure mm-hmm. yeah, big time so you had a you had like sort of a cinema quality uh video last year didn't you yeah man i tried um i last year we we put together this this project and we called it grit and grit was filming all of last year's adaptive archery hunts and we made it it took 250 hours of filming and editing and and we sold tickets to a little screening where it was just a donation towards prairie grit to raise money for the hunting and fishing side and we had 250 people in the theater uh, oak park theater and minot donated the theater for us for the night and it was just this huge event we had the we call it the orange carpet because like red carpet but prairie grit's color is orange okay the orange carpet and photo background and we just made the kids the stars and yeah man it was one of the coolest things I've ever done, and we're hoping to, well, do it again this year. Perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, if somebody wants to watch that, how do they how do they go about doing yeah, it? It's Is on it my online? YouTube channel. It's on your YouTube yep. channel? Okay, yeah. So we'll just, you know, we'll link that in the description of this Sweet podcast so, so people can go and check that out. Yeah, that's my, my goal is I want to start doing more uh, cinematic type videos and more like storytelling. Um, the YouTube channel right now is a lot of having fun, which is cool, but mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're growing and adapting and doing more than one things at once. So yeah, yep. those are the kind of projects I love doing. You know, that's the basis for the start of a YouTube channel. Just have a huge passion and be yeah. willing to record it and, you know, have fun with it. Oh man. And it's like, I always say I'm disproportionately lucky. Like it's like when I turn the camera on, good things happen. I'm really surprised that this weekend didn't go a little better than it did, man, because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't deserve the luck that I have, but it's like I turn the camera on and I catch a big fish or I shoot a good deer or I, something great happens. So, mm-hmm. man, I'm just, I'm just rolling with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then again, I mean, we were really close today, too. Yeah. So let's just, uh, you know, let's dive into a little recap of the yeah. hunt. You know, I'll, I'll start with day one, you know, like just actually even backing up a little further i just spent a bunch of time on on onyx you know like this is a brand new area to me i know i wanted we're in the north dakota badlands i know i wanted to hunt you know sort of like 
Watford City area. I wanted to go west though. I wanted to get away from everyone, get into some big stuff, and I found a couple of areas that were good. I thought were good glassing points. So get done with work on Friday and trek out here and sleep in my truck and wake up and start just kind of figuring out the area. And you know, like I got into quite a few deer, but it was so hot. It was 98 degrees and it was hardly any wind. And I just, I was not in the proper shape or condition for that. <laughs> and it was, I was, I was a tough customer, like when I got back to my vehicle, but you know, learned a lot about the area, talked with a couple of people that I had, that I had met that were youth hunting. And you know, like they gave me some ideas on places where they'd seen deer in years past. So, you know, just checking it out, leaving kind of those spots for when you showed up and uh, you know, day two you're you oh, were man. here the, what happened at the very beginning of day two <laughs> like we should have punched a tag in the first two hours uh we found a, a three point big awesome three point and for me i've never shot a mule deer with, with my bow before so we saw this this beautiful three point in velvet still bedded in a perfect stockable position <laughs> and we got the video of all this and so it's, it's you have to check that out <laughs> and i mean like the stock went great. The wind was in the favor. I came over the hill and I just couldn't see the deer bedded there. Yeah. And well, the, I wouldn't say the wind was in our favor. We we played the situation in sure, our favor sure. because yeah. like when we first saw the deer we were going, we had the wind in our face and man, we were probably only like a quarter mile from camp. Yeah. Like get out of camp, glass on it. He's right on this like super tall ridge and he's like two thirds of the way down and it's like wicked steep. Yeah. and there's brush all around them but we like look at the area and it's like man if we came over the very top of that hill like you could shoot straight down them it looks like there's like clear enough you'd probably see them so like i'm sitting there like five six hundred yards away watching this whole thing unfold and like you're i see you sneaking right over the top and i got like the deer in the frame down here and you up top sneaking around and how did it go yeah. after that <laughs> I was probably, what do you think, 20 yards maybe from where he was bedded, maybe even closer than that. But I was straight, he was straight down. So I came over the cliff and I was cliffed out on top and I knew there was this big yellow tree that he was next to. And I came over the hill and I'm just looking at that yellow tree, just looking for anything, an antler glimpse, uh, something. I just saw nothing. It, and it was so steep that I couldn't get to where he was at. And I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. So I arranged, there's a little clearing just nothing 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 and then all of a sudden he pops out and he, he didn't do the mule deer thing you know he popped out and he was gone so he must have he must have caught a little bit of my wind mm -hmm. or done something but he spent about half a second in my little window that I that I saw and then he uh then he went away yeah and then it was you know it was kind of rough hunting after <laughs> that we we covered a lot of ground you know, like found some good area and and what's tough is like We've never been to this area before so it's all like brand new so you look at it on e-scouting and you just you know kind of get out there and get after it there's a lot of spots where it's like oh i wish i could have just crossed this off the list and not hunted that area and wasted all that time right. but you know it is what it is we went to a different spot went through that you know crazy drive <laughs> that and was so nuts <laughs> 
Yeah, it was it was making memories for sure. Yeah. Like it's it's these things that you just never forget, and that's that's you know kind of the luster about this. You like right. work your butt off while you're here. It's not an easy hunt. I mean, you can make it an easy hunt right. if you're just sit in your truck and go on the roads, but if you really get out there, get after it, you can see some incredible new terrain and just have some really great experiences that you you won't forget. Yeah, it's like a mixture of suffering. <laughs> And then like a few minutes of, oh, that's awesome. Or there's a deer followed by maybe some suffering. Yeah. <laughs> followed by, oh, there's some bucks. It's like, yeah, I think the the term that comes to mind for me is like embrace the suck, you know, like you're out there and it's like, you're working your tail off. I was embracing it. Yeah. Embracing it. <laughs> it was but, embracing me. <laughs> you know, just keeping that positive attitude and like, you never know, like, what knoll you're gonna go over and all of a sudden there's a giant buck there you know like that happened for us right at the very right. end like bottom of the ninth we're like a half of a mile away from the truck and camp ready to just you know call it on our trip we're running out of time i gotta get back to work tomorrow so yeah, yeah just dejected it's like kind of heads down not really expecting anything to happen and then we go from seeing like no bucks or one or two to seven go over the hill with two good ones man like i and i really thought we had a a good play on them but yeah we had a good plan they were in a good area you know like they they just kind of popped over this ridge pretty slow and we're just kind of you know milling around it like my guess is they you know like it's it's basically the middle of the day so they wanted to get into a different you know bedding area where they could get the wind in their favor and uh, you know get in some shade again so yeah, they, they go over this ridge and it's like, all right, we gotta make our move now. We got you know, scan the terrain and then there's like a couple of hills we can pop over and like if they if they're going that direction that look like they were gonna go over, you know, like we should be able to intercept them. Well then we come over the hill and then there's twenty antelope <laughs> and then there's cows bedded over here. It's like, well, nothing seems to be bothered. Those deer have to be here. Yeah. It's yeah, like either either they you know skirted around us or like they totally checked out or i don't know the unfortunate part about it is we did we yeah. didn't see them again that's hunting mule deer man that is hunting mule deer you just you really never know what's going to be over that next hill it takes what did i say it takes five seconds like you can just it could be the the longest five hours of your life walking around and all you do is come over one hill and there it is it's it's so crazy mm-hmm yeah, it's, um, I'd say it's become my new favorite animal to chase is, is mule deer. You know, like growing up in Minnesota, I spent a bunch of time hunting whitetails. Um, but yeah, now moving to North Dakota, being able to just over the counter chase yeah. these mule deer, like it's, it's just so fun. You know, it's especially good for the people with like ADD who like can't <laughs> sit still. It's like, uh, you can go out, you can make your own luck. You can get after them. Right. Well, that's, I didn't know that this opportunity was there until I was probably 27. I just didn't know. I, I didn't grow up paying attention to hunting much. I didn't start hunting until I was 18 is my, when I got my first bow. And the idea of public land and being able to go out west and just go run for miles, it's just nothing I had ever thought of before. So it's, it's really quickly turned into my favorite too, man. It's, it's so awesome. Mm-hmm very cool it sucks but it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah embrace it I'm embrace it, it. 
Oh, great. So, Aaron, you know, thank you very much for you spending the last couple of days with me, chasing these Absolutely, mule man. deer, getting our butts kicked a little bit, but, you know, learning and... Uh, we'll do it again. Yeah, we will. We'll have to do it again. We'll have to do a round two and... Uh, you know, we got a bunch of we got a bunch of footage for this. You brought your camera, I bought my brought my camera. So we'll put a little something together. We'll put it on our YouTube channels, and you can uh, you can see exactly what happened. That, that a couple of those, like that first stock, that is some that's some pretty cool footage. Oh man, that's gonna be my cliffhanger on my on my YouTube video. Oh, of course. So spoiler. You're going to know we didn't shoot one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen to the podcast first. You know, right. it was just an epic failure, right. but you know, we're going to make it look good, right? It away. was, what'd you say? 95% of the, like 95% of everything worked perfect. It was just that last 5%. Yep. It was the, it was that very last 5%. And you know, looking back, you know, it's it, hindsight's 2020, but I think maybe what I could have done in that situation is like when you were there and you and I could tell that you couldn't see that deer maybe I just stand up and start yeah. you know moving my hands to get them to to get them to stand up or something because I was like I was far enough away that that if I did that like he's probably just gonna stand up and like look for a right. second be you know because like I'm a long ways away. I'm not a uh, immediate threat, right. but his immediate threat is 15 yards right, right above him and behind just a little bit. He's so close, man. So, so close, close, so close. And then right at the very end, so close, but you know. That's how they get you, man. Get you started, still, get you coming back. Yep, there's still time. I mean, this is only like the third week of the season, yeah. so we'll, we'll still be going. We'll get after it. Right on, man. So, all, all right. right. Thank you again. Cool. Appreciate yeah. your time. Thanks for having me on. You just listened to our live on location in the Badlands segment with Aaron Escabel of NP Life. Now, I had an awesome time with Aaron out there, and he is a great dude that is super talented. You want to check out the YouTube video that we just put out on our Shields Outdoors YouTube channel that captures this event in video so spoiler alert you know we didn't end up shooting one but you know it was an awesome time and just seeing the the cinematography that Aaron puts into the content he captures combined with the stuff that uh, you know that I filmed out there in the Badlands too it's a it's a pretty entertaining segment so make sure to check that out we've got it uh, we've got it linked in the description below so if you like this format, make sure to let us know. We'll, uh, we'll try to provide these sort of in-field or on-the-water segments to really capture those emotions. And with that, we want to thank you all for listening and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Shields Outdoors podcast. Stay tuned for future segments and visit our social media pages, Shields Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates.